0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Finding Inspiration A blog post written and narrated by Robert Fairhead from the Tall and True Writer's Website. While sorting through storage boxes at home, I found an old notebook belonging to my son. It wasn't a school exercise book, but something he jotted and doodled in as a 12 year old. Among its random pages was a short story he'd written in 2014 about a father who doesn't have great ideas. Many people have great ideas. My father, however, is not one of them. He is always inventing things to help us be safe that are stupid. Of his many stupid ideas, most of them have hurt us. For instance, when I was one, he made a diaper-changing machine that nearly suffocated me by putting a diaper over my face. This is my life. Like other jottings in my son's notebook, the piece is unfinished. And I must stress, the story about his father is entirely fictional because I have great ideas. However, after reading it, I reflected on the inspirations for my early creative writing. My first dateable recollection of story writing is as an eight-year-old. My mother and I emigrated to Australia as 10-pound poms on a cruise ship when I was two. At primary school, I wrote a true story about how it had sunk on the voyage and we'd climb down the ship's anchor chain to reach a lifeboat. I also recall writing a series of stories about a private investigator called Sammy Snail. Yes, that was his name, and he was a mollusk. Like Sherlock Holmes and other famous detectives, Sammy always solved his cases, albeit slowly. When I was ten, my class had an English project to write and illustrate a book. Working in pairs, a classmate and I wrote Kidnapped, the tale of a young boy kidnapped by bad guys. The boy somehow escapes, I don't recall the details, and the bad guys end up in prison. We were working on a sequel, Revenge. I had already drawn the cover with a bad guy using a file to cut through the iron bars of his prison cell window. (laughs) When our teacher announced the end of the project, I remember feeling disappointed we couldn't finish the sequel. So at home, I wrote and illustrated an Enid Blyton famous five-style adventure story, Sand Island. My aunt, the only one in our family who owned a typewriter, typed up the manuscript and my father helped me bind and cover the book. The treasured first and only edition still exists 50 plus years later. Fast forward a few years and my next vivid creative writing memory is a last minute high school English assignment. I was 14, a troubled teenager and I'd had several weeks to produce a multimedia reflection on modern life but had nothing to show for it. The day before I was due to hand in the assignment, I pulled my first all-nighter and wrote a short story about a troubled teenager who wants to join a gang but must first complete initiation tasks set by the leader. My story followed the teenager through the night as he wandered the city streets, ticking off the tasks. I grew up in Perth, Western Australia, and although I didn't name it in the story, this was the city. A police chase ensued and the teenager ran to the park, Kings Park, overlooking Perth. As the police closed in on him, the teenager sprinted up the spiralling steps of the tower, the 15-metre-high DNA tower in Kings Park. Trapped at the top, he climbed over the safety railing, slipped and fell. I dramatically ended my story mid-fall. This was before trigger warnings and lifeline. I was tired but exhilarated the following day at school. Because of its swear words, probably a few bloodies, gang action and grim denouement, my classmates pleaded with our teacher to let me read the story aloud. And bless her, she consented. I've never forgotten the adrenaline buzz I felt that day, reading my short story to the class and hearing their positive feedback. My English teacher gave me an A for the assignment. I would have given you an A+, she told me but I know you only wrote the story last night. Nevertheless, I thought it was a fair mark and I remember her still as my all-time favourite teacher. Did one of my stupid ideas inspire my son to write his story about the father and the diaper-changing machine? I don't know. But I know I loved to write from an early age and that the inspiration for my stories ranged from a ten-pound pom voyage to a sleuthing snail, the famous five and a last-minute English assignment and fittingly for a storytelling father, finding my son's old notebook inspired me to write this blog post. Hi, I'm Robert Fairhead from Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writer's website. I wrote the Finding Inspiration blog post in February 2022, eight years after my son wrote his short story about a father who doesn't have great ideas. Once again, I stress his story is entirely fictional because I had great ideas as a father in 2014 and still do today, and I've never made a diaper-changing machine, though that is an idea worth pursuing. (coughs) I've kept many mementos and journals from my son's childhood and before I became a father. Some of these have inspired my writings on Tall and True and podcast episodes on Tall and True short reads. For instance... Uncovering old theatre programs led to episode 78, Taking a Bow, and my travel journals inspired episode 60, Curd Friends in the Mountains, and 69 and 70, Two Visits to the Berlin Wall. While my now 20-something son rarely accuses me of having stupid ideas, he says I'm a hoarder. Perhaps he's right, but I'd counter I'm hoarding memories and inspiration. I hope you enjoyed this inspiring episode. You can read my blog posts, including Finding Inspiration, Selected Short Stories, and Other Writings, at tallandtrue.com. You can also buy the Tall and True Microfiction Anthology and my short story collections from the Amazon Kindle, Apple Books, and Kobo online bookstores. Links are available in the show notes. The next episode of Tall and True Short Reads will be released soon. In the meantime, Please check your feed or the podcast website, tallandtrueshortreads.com, for earlier episodes from all four seasons. And follow or subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it via your favourite app. Doing so helps share my storytelling. You can support the podcast financially by making a small one off or regular donation via the ACAST supporter page. You'll find a link in the show notes. Finally, please share this episode with your family and friends and tell them about Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writer's website.